In uncertain days, it is important to remember that our world is getting ready to meet God. We are all getting ready to meet Him. The King is coming. Today, we join Scott Pauley in walking through the final book of the Bible, the revelation of Jesus Christ. Most people have this mental image of heaven that everybody is sitting on a cloud, floating around, strumming a harp, and doing a lot of nothing. Now, while that might sound very interesting for a day or so, I would tell you that I think after a while that would get old. And that is, in fact, not the picture we are given in Scripture. No, no. Study your Bible carefully. And when you come especially to the last chapter, to Revelation chapter number 22, you find what we're going to be doing. Would you like to know what you're going to do as a believer for all eternity? We've discovered the first thing already. The Bible says we're going to see Him. They shall see His face. And we've been studying these opening verses of Revelation 22, all the beauty that we're going to behold and all the things we're going to enjoy because we're going to be in His presence. And now, let me give you a second thing today that is going to happen when the Lord comes and we go to be with Him. Not only are we going to see Him, but we are going to serve Him. Listen to Revelation chapter 22 and verse number 3. The Bible says, And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it and His servants shall serve Him. Isn't that beautiful? Mark it in your Bible. Revelation 22, verse number 3. His servants shall serve Him. Now let's back up to Genesis in our minds for just a moment. Where did work begin? Some people have the mistaken idea that work was a part of the curse. That because of sin, men had to go to work. Otherwise, they could have just sat around in Eden forever. In fact, that's not true at all. When you study the book of Genesis, you discover that Adam was working before the fall. Work is not a part of the curse. It's part of the blessing. In fact, work gives man purpose. It gives him a reason to get up in the morning. It gives him fulfillment when he goes to bed at night. Work is a blessing. We are serving with the Lord. That's God's intent from the beginning, that we be laborers together with God. Remember, the Creator made man to have dominion over these things that God had created. So we're serving under Him, but over everything else. So work is not part of the curse. No, no, it's, it's one of the greatest joys, both in this world and in the next. And so I would submit to you, when you come to Revelation 22, we get a little insight. We don't know all the details, but a little insight into our eternal purpose and pleasure that it is connected to the fact we will be able to serve Him for all eternity. Here's the glorious truth. How will we serve Him? Would you like the answer? Perfectly. Perfectly. There'll be nothing to hinder, nothing to hold back. You'll never get weary. You'll never get tired of it. And you'll have every blessing that God wants you to have because of your service to Him. In fact, this one verse, Revelation 22, verse number 3, deals with both the negative side, what's removed, and the positive side, what is given. So we have the absence and the presence. Notice first the absence. There shall be no more curse. We studied already in Revelation 21 a long list of no mores. All of those things that were, were evil and terrible, there'll be no more. Well, here's the real reason, because there'll be no more curse. You see, all those things that will be removed, the tears, the death, the suffering, all of that, those are the effects of sin. 
God's dealing now with the root cause. The curse will be taken away. So we no more will be living in cursed bodies. Let's all pause here and say amen. We no longer will be living in a cursed world. We no longer will be surrounded by other cursed sinners. And we no longer will have to deal with that cursed devil. So isn't it glorious the curse is removed? And then, as if that were not enough, that you have the absence of all the curse, then you have the presence of God Himself. Because the Bible says, And there should be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it. If I were to ask you, what is the opposite of the curse? Some people would say the blessing. That's actually not accurate. The opposite of the curse here is God Himself. It's not the blessing, it's the blesser. Remember, we talked about all the blessings that will be ours, the life, the love, the light. But all of that just brings us back to the God who is life, the God who is love, the God who is light. The blessing is God's presence itself. We will be with Him and He will be with us. We're not only going to see Him, friends, we're going to serve Him. I love the thought here that the Lord is going to be the one ruling and it will be a loving rule, but we are going to rule and reign with Him. We'll come back to that thought in our next study. Uh, But suffice it to say, whatever He's doing, that's what we're going to be doing. Whatever His purpose is, that's what our purpose will be. And ultimately, it will be for one goal, and that is for the glory of God. Right in the middle of everything will be the throne of God and of the Lamb. Remember, Scripture teaches that God is on His throne and that our Lord Jesus Christ, our great mediator, is seated at the right hand of the Heavenly Father, making intercession for us. So there is the throne that the Father resides in, and then there is the throne of our Savior, the Lord Jesus, the Lamb. We have here our Father and our Savior, and we are going to serve our God perfectly. We will serve on that day for His pleasure, and we will serve on that day in His power. It will be perfect service. I don't care how hard you try today. I don't care how sincere your heart is. None of our service is ever perfect. None of it is because we're we're limited by certain things. We're limited by time. We're limited by uh, our strength and energy, our health. Uh, We are limited by our faults and failures and our weaknesses. We're limited by our understanding. But think of a world where all limits are removed and all of God's power is now at our disposal, quickening us and enabling us. It truly will be perfect service. And this expression has really captured my my heart. In Revelation 22, verse number 3, His servants. Isn't that beautiful? His servants. Are you one of His servants today? Let me speak to every person who's listening right now, not just to your mind. Let me speak to your heart. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, then you are not the servant of Christ. You're the servant of sin. You're serving yourself, and ultimately, whether you recognize it or not, you're serving the devil. You're you're doing his bidding today. Could I urge you with all that is in me, please look to Jesus Christ and be saved. You must be born again. Repent of your sin and by faith, Receive the Lord Jesus today as your Savior. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Become today one of His servants. And then, if you are a believer, if you know that you've trusted Christ as your Savior, you are one of His servants. You may be a poor one or you may be a faithful one, but you are one of His servants. So may I ask, how is your service today? You're going to serve Him perfectly someday, but would you rededicate yourself to the Master today? 
Would you even now pause and say, Lord, I want to serve you today. I know I'm not perfect. I know my service oftentimes is marred by other things. But dear Lord, help me serve you more perfectly today. And help me serve you more and more unto the day that I see you and serve you forever. See, I believe God has designed it so that we get glimpses of the Lord here in this world until eventually all the curtain is removed, the veil is taken away, and we see Him forever. And God has designed it so that we serve Him here in this world, empowered by His Holy Spirit until the day that all limitations are removed and we serve Him perfectly forever. So no matter who you are today, and no matter where you are spiritually, I want to tell you on the authority of the Word of God, God wants you to be His servant. That's His desire for you, and He deserves it. He's worthy of our service. Would you determine today by God's grace to be His servant and then look forward to the day that you will serve Him perfectly forever? Because, friend, Jesus is coming. The purpose of all Scripture is to see God. In Revelation, the curtain is pulled back and we are reminded not to simply look at world events, but to look to Christ. We hope you will join us next time as Scott Pauley continues our study through this amazing book of the Bible. You may also join us right now for additional studies and a library of helpful resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find several new features at our online home, and we trust they will be a blessing to you as you walk with God. Plan to visit us each day at enjoyingthejourney.org, and we look forward to returning to Revelation on our next broadcast. Keep your eyes on Christ and look up. The King is coming.